it gets exhausting planning a date night. And it makes you realize how much work it is to stay connected. But it should be. It should be that much work because of the rewards that you get. And I think so many of us want to go on autopilot. And I understand why. But we must understand that when you go on autopilot, there's no possible way for the relationships around you to thrive. Welcome to Dad I'd Like to Friend. I'm your host, Kevin Selden. And what you just heard was a clip from our last episode. You know, I love when I hear something that reminds me of a past epiphany that I've completely been neglecting. And that's what happened a few weeks ago while I was editing our last episode. I was complaining about how much I wanted things in my life to be easier, especially in my relationship with my wife. I wanted clockwork. Everything in my life was feeling so complicated with work and my toddler and the world. And I just wanted something to be easy. But then, as I listened to the last episode and the quote you just heard, I was reminded that, for me, easy often means autopilot. And if I want to go on autopilot, I may need to adjust my expectations on how much joy I should be experiencing from my life. Because joy requires engagement. And engagement is work. It's investing in something outside of our own heads. It's about connection. And that's what we'll be discussing in today's DILF Quick Hit. (laughs) The concept of autopilot can be very appealing at times. I get it. Trust me. But it's important to remember that no lows also means no highs. So if we make the choice to go on autopilot, especially with our partners and our kids... We can't then complain about a lack of connection. And I know it can be hard and exhausting at times, but I believe that engaging in some form is the only path to joy. And not just in relationships. I mean, I personally find joy in engaging with others, but my wife finds joy in engaging with nature or a good book. But no matter the scenario, it's not just about standing around with another person for some small talk or flipping the pages of a book or going on a walk. Maybe that's the first step, but engagement is about that next step. Who passively flips through a book without ever getting invested and then finds that that book brought them joy? Who has ever punched a clock at work, kept to themselves, counting the minutes until they can go home, and then got excited to go back. Especially during these crazy times, who has logged on to the Zoom calls while scanning through their Instagram feeds and thinking that they're going to find some joy from the work they're doing? I mean, don't shoot the messenger, but maybe the only way to connect with the world around us is to consider looking up from our phones and the bubble burst games and the Instagram feeds. And I know this might seem obvious, but how many people do you know living in joy? And how many people do you hear complaining about loneliness? Engaging in something or someone requires us to step outside of our own heads. Giving up control, allowing ourselves to have the space to get invested, because it takes time. You have to push past those awkward silences. You have to listen. 
to look around during that walk, to discover the world around you. I mean, there's a billion different ways to engage, but maybe it's time we stop looking elsewhere to place the blame. Maybe pushing past the awkward silences and remaining present is the only way to break the cycle. Because let's face it, we all want joy for ourselves and to exemplify to our children that life as an adult can be joyful. But that starts with turning off autopilot. And it may be the only way for each of us to turn the page to a brighter tomorrow. Because if there's one thing that I've learned through my personal ups and downs, it's that joy begets more joy. And just finding a glimmer can change everything. Thank you for listening. As always, we look forward to hearing your thoughts. Please visit us on Instagram at Dilf Podcast. Until next time.